Welcome to the Shitposter.club anime review podcast. I am your host, Dad. With me is... Cool by me. And... It's Full Metal Baby. <laughs> Ugh, we have so much shit to cover. <laughs> I, I, I swear we're almost we're almost at the end of it, but then yeah, we you have keep to do 2020. No, almost, almost. You keep, you keep shifting the goalpost. <laughs> like a Twitter debater, you just keep shifting the no, goalpost. It, it's it's not it's not even shifting. All of this was actually pre pre planned like weeks ago. So yeah, uh, there's just infinite anime out there. We're never gonna get through it. And the worst of it, it's it just what I watch in the last ten years. So there's even more good shit that I have not watched. Yeah, even if you yeah. watch like a third. <laughs> Of all the anime being aired, there's still tons more. Yeah, there's didn't tons you, more. Didn't you watch a lot of this in college? Uh, more or less. Why? I'm just imagining, like, what if you were full neat? Like, oh, how that, long that, these that, lists would be? That that happened. That happened several times during these years. Yeah, you mentioned okay. the time you, you watched all the episodes of fucking one piece that existed at the time yeah i got fucked over pretty oh. hard and in, in term of internship so uh i, I kind of uh, i in the last 10 to 15 years i needed several time and uh, that was a really good time to catch up on one piece at some point i will go uh, uh, two weeks straight wake up one piece bed for two weeks damn Man, I like. I these haven't China... done that shit since like my early teen years. Yeah, I like these Chinaman cartoons and everything, but like, I want to do other stuff too. So I, I basically cut up and uh, to One Piece like in a matter of six months or something. That's a colossal Jeez. series. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever fucking watch One Piece. It's just so goddamn long. <laughs> yeah, when it's finished, I'll probably start reading the manga. When it's finished, uh, there's probably going to be One Piece Kai because it really fucking needs it. Well, at the very least, there's probably some YouTuber that's going to just like tell the story in a much more succinct way. <sighs> Don't watch a YouTuber. Don't do that. I will never experience One Piece if someone doesn't shorten it. Well, there's something called One Piece, which is shortening it because the, the anime is kind of exaggerating with the with the cuts and everything, and they're actually doing a good job of it. But anyways, let let's just start uh, the list because it'll never it will never fucking end. Don't start it now. All right, first on the list is Aldenoa Zero. Yeah, Aldenoa Zero. Unfortunately, I don't have a, a mecha list because I haven't watched enough mecha. And I know that if Gear from um, from the Fed is watching, uh, he'll be pretty mad at that. But whatever, <laughs> I, 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 I haven't watched enough uh, mecha anime in the last ten years. Well, sometimes mecha can be a setting more than a genre. You could you can have giant robots in it and do all sorts of different things. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, like Ava like is a mecha, but nobody really talks about it like it's a mecha. Yeah, that's true. That that's true. No, 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 but nobody cares about the makeup part. Yeah, it's all about the teen depression. But anyways, uh, Aldana Zero. Uh, this one has been compared to the first Gundam I've heard. So uh, you, you have um, 
this colony on on Mars. Um, so, so some people years ago found s- some kind of ancient technology on it, and uh, ever since they, they've cut communication uh, with heart and uh, they've uh, they've established a new kingdom there. So uh, Mars is at war with uh, with her. I can't pronounce the fucking word. Can, can you help me? Not like uh, it's the the th sound. It's really only exists in English. Other uh, languages struggle with it. Art, art. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> okay, all right. So, um, so, so yes. Yeah, so you have Mars that comes with these fucking. Uh, giant robots with like superpower, a- and then you got like th- this one kid with um, with like a-, a normal robot who has to he has to fight them. And it's really fucking awesome, and it's written by Gene Robucci, so you you know that there's some uh, there's some good shit in it. I, I wait. I don't think it's written, but it's another one where uh, he's done like the original concept or something. Yeah, I think and... he wrote like the first episode, but yeah, after it's that, possible. somebody else took over. Yeah, and yeah. List credits him as original creator. Yeah, and uh, if you compare it to Valrave, which is coming later, you've got a character like uh, Elf, El uh, Elf. If at least you've watched that. So yeah, uh, th- this is good shit. Uh, I know that season two was a bit contested because of how it went, but uh, whatever. Let- let's just move on. So second one on the list is Alice and Zuruku. So Alice to Zuruku. We- we've talked about that recently. Yeah, the first episode yeah, we was freaking red. Not too long ago. So uh, you've got this old uh, dude, uh, he works as a florist, and uh, he ends up finding like a little girl who has like fucking psychic powers or something. And uh, he just, their life just ends up being intertwined. It's really goddamn well drawn and animated. That's what I remember. You told me that you didn't remember that, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I thought the animation was okay, but the story was yeah. interesting, and I need to watch more. I remember, like, the first half of the episode was really confusing, and then it just kind of tied it all together by the end. You're like, okay, I can kind of see where this goes. Yeah, yeah. it j- just starts with the girl escaping the like evil research facility, and there's mm-hmm. no explanation of what's going on. Yeah, it's one of those anime. First. Uh, the with uh, with super powered people and evil research facility there's a bunch of these <laughs> so anyways moving on to uh, cupcraft uh, you, you have watched some episode of that right dad yeah i'm getting too old for this shit <laughs> so yeah so yeah you, i haven't you, finished this one but what i saw of it was pretty good you you've got um it's a bit like Gate, uh, the initial story. You have some kind of uh, of Gate uh, between the, um, like some sort of fantasy world that that has opened, and uh, 
uh, and Saint Teresa City, and you've got th this city like mixed with ma with people that can do magic, etc. And then you've got the, the, this cop character who has to uh, to to team up with a, a knight from the other world who can do magic, and uh, it is completely clear that the author really like 80s and 90s American uh, cup movies. Yeah, this anime is a weird mixture of like 80s American action movies and anime tropes, but somehow it comes together into an entertaining product. Yeah, it's really fucking good. Yeah, I thought the, the setting was really interesting. Like I think it the city is like on a on like its own island secluded, right? Mm -hmm. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like Atlantis. It's, yeah, basically, it's like in the middle of the ocean or something. And um, yeah, it's kind of like it was kind of settled by like everybody on the planet. So with diversity comes crime for some reason. I don't know why. But anyway, yeah. Well <laughs> oh, continue, continue. Sorry. No, that was it. Let's just move uh, on. Perfect. Let's just move on to Cross NJ Tenshi to Rio Nurando, which is uh, Cross NJ Rondo of Angel and Dragon. Uh, th this one is really fucking weird. So, um, you, you, you've got this princess character. She, uh, uh, she lives in a world where uh, people uh, without magic are uh, discriminated against. And uh, directly, I believe, in the first episode, uh, suddenly it's shown that... Uh, uh, well, she's actually the, the, this this really main person, for, for real... And uh, she, she's actually shown that she doesn't have magic. She loses fucking everything, and, she, and she's sent to a to a got to to a prison uh, that is uh, inhabited by all women. And uh, it turns out that in this prison, they have to to ride mechas to to defeat like dragons or some shit. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the the show pulls up uh, uh, too big. What the fuck? Where the show just completely changes. It's a fucking fantastic. It has to be seen. Yeah, the first episode was really promising. It has everything I like about anime. This is some good action shit. I really recommend it. Is there Yori? A little bit, actually. A Based. little bit, but not completely. That's all I need to know. I, I, I tough you hate it, Yuri. It's a love-hate relationship. Okay, sure. sure. Um, this has like a 90% <laughs> female cast, so there's going to be some lesbo shit, no matter what. Well, I mean, it's it's a prison full of women, so... Uh, it, it, so whatever you're thinking actually happens. You've got like an alpha female at some point that that has like a bit of cronies, and yeah, it's good shit. Watch it. All right. So moving on to Danja Nidei wo Motomeru no wa Machigete 
Eiru Daruka, also known as Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? Uh, we covered this really fucking recently. I don't remember when. Yeah, it was like a few episodes ago or something. Did, did, did I put it like in two parts of the... Yeah, I put it in Adventure. So, uh, f- fuck it. I'm going, I'm going to remove it. But uh, there's some good action in this, obviously. So, l- let's just move on. Because I, I want, I, I don't want like any uh, duplicate in those big, big, big lists. But I, it kind of be- belongs in action too. But whatever. So yeah, next... there, a lot of anime have multiple genres they could fill. Yeah. Right. So it's next good. on your list is Shingeki no Kyojin. Attack on Thailand. So the, attack the, the, on mid. Does this need any introduction? Also, no spoilers. I still, I'm still waiting for the last fucking season. Dude, the Aaron finds his heterosexuality in the basement. <laughs> what, what? Repeat that. <laughs> Aaron finds his heterosexuality in the basement. I, I wish. Sorry, I had to spoil it. Yeah, I know. I fucking wish too. Maybe I would have <laughs> kept watching the show. <laughs> I have a fucking wish. Do 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 that as fucking Mikasa simping over him and uh and just... practically begging for it and he's just like, No, I must protect my virginity. Yeah, this fucking Shonen autism about him. I know he's not even Japanese and he's still severely autist. <laughs> but he has a noble goal of uh killing his protect his oppressors. The Titans, but uh, yeah, quite a lot of stuff happens throughout the series. We could do a whole episode, even multiple episodes on all the twists and turns this shit takes. Yeah, and it's gonna be all fucking animated. And uh, anyways, I don't have to explain this shit. If you haven't watched it, just fucking watch it already. Yeah. Read it, watch it, whatever. So let's just move on to uh, Majestic Prince. Ginga Kikotai Majestic Prince. Uh, I, I, it's a mecha, and I absolutely loved it. Um, if you hate the Gundam series for being like politic bullshit, this, as I recall, has a very little politics. It's really not about the politics. So, and the uh, later off of the 21st century, human leaves the heart and begins to live in space. In order to adapt to the environment in space and deal with the hostile aliens in Jupiter, genetically engineered children called princes are artificially raised and trained to be pilots of farmed robots. Uh, this is a story about one of the teenage princes, Itachi Oizu, who studies in the an academic city, Grand Zelle. So yes, yeah, so, so, so you have the, these characters. Uh, uh, I remember in the anime, they're, um, they talk about um, having lost their previous memories or some shit. I, I don't remember what was going on with that. But it, it it's really more about their central lives uh, than uh, fucking uh, politics and shit, and like in Gundam. But you said this one's full of action. Uh, yes, of course. There's Meg Bowles. Uh, there was one Gundam series that was really nothing but action with a little bit of wanks. 
Oh, may, may, maybe it's worth watching, but honestly, uh, the the Gundam series uh, so far, uh, it um, the, the one that I've seen like last decade was uh, not fucking good. Oh, there's been over 9,000 Gundam series. I only know a couple of them. Yeah, there, there, there's probably one or two that are good, but man, I, I've, I've not been lucky, I think. Yeah, G Gundam from the 90s is... The- is the best just because it takes a big shit all over everything Gundam stands for. Nice. Like, like uh, there's po- space politics, but it it's just a ridiculous parody of it. Uh, this is the one where like uh, every country on Earth gets a space colony, and they all have representative Gundams to fight in a huge oh, tournament. Yeah. Uh, is this the one with like Neo Mexico, which is just like a fucking sombrero? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. N- this is probably Ho- great. Yeah, Neo Holland is a windmill. <laughs> fucking great. Base. Yeah, and is it also the one where the Canadian Gundam is a fucking lumberjack? Yes. Yeah, just every <laughs> national stereotype. It's it's like Punch Out. <laughs> you could have worse Canadian stereotypes. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, let's not get into communism <laughs> and dog fucking. <laughs> let, let, let's move on to uh, Ataka Tonkotsu Ramen. <laughs> uh, I talked about this very recently. Yeah, so it's I, from 2018. Yeah, it, it's it's about the, the this yeah. town of assassins and, and this really mysterious guy uh, uh, in it, and uh, it, it was really fucking great. I, I thought it was a really chill series. And I, I, I really wish they will bring the novel. Yeah, or I don't at know. least the light novel. Yeah, I don't know anything about this. How do you have a whole city full of assassins? It's it's, it's kind of weird. It, it just it's just a city where there, there there's a lot of assassins doing business, and uh, this is just about like a group of assassins who knows each other, and it. It just chill. It just strangely chill because of the main characters mostly. Oh, about chill lives about these murderers. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, did... Kengan Asura had a subplot about a family of assassins, and I just wondered about the logistics of that. Like, are there enough people on the earth that you can like kill people in positions of power every day? And yeah. not have everyone else on the earth want to exterminate you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you kind of run out of CEOs and bankers to kill eventually. <laughs> Unlike real life. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, moving on to um, well, One Punch Man. Does this need an introduction? Yeah, even normies know about One Punch Man now. So you yeah, you've got it's... you've got this superhero erect everything in one punch the point of uh, making fights boring with him and it's a really nice mix of uh, of comedy and uh, superhero action. Yeah, it, it, it there are lots of minor characters in this that all get their time to shine, uh, and a lot of them are well written, but there's always the over overarching threat of. Saitama just coming in and magically solving everything with one punch, 
Like sometimes yeah. it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, and, and, like and sometimes it just tease you with it. I think episode nine was the Sea King fight. That was my favorite episode. God, yeah, that was so well animated. A fucking Chad. Yeah, story of Japanese willpower against overwhelming odds. It was that was pretty cool. Alright, so what's next? Oh yeah, this one. This this one is a really fucking weird one because I don't know where to put it between action and slice of life. And this is also a really fucking strange combination. So, oh wait, wait. Have I fucked up? Yeah, I fucked up. It's it's 2020. Never mind, I'm removing it. So it it will come up soon, but not in these episodes. Yeah. Defense girls not allowed on this list. Nope, it's 2020 yeah. accidentally. You fucked up. Now you have to remove the cool boy part from your name. <laughs> All right. So uh, next up is the Kekumeiki Valrave or Valrave the the Liberator. This is the best mecha show I've ever seen. This one was fucking awesome. Uh, it does that um, Death Note thing. Where like every time, like at the end of the episodes, you'd be like, "Holy shit! What was going on? What's happening? I want to see what's next." And it's just, just fucking amazing. Uh, I've heard good things about this for the past decade. <laughs> I... God, you, you should watch it. It's just fucking great. That uh, basically, you've got like fucking space Germany. Uh, being evil, and then the, so the, far so good. The, the, there's the kids and this uh, and this um, fucking satellite um, colony uh, somehow discovering the, this fucking giant, uh, these giant robots, and just piloting them, and it's just fucking great. And, and there, there's twists and turns aplenty. Like I. I I don't even know how to explain this shit properly to sell it to you, but it gets nuts. It's only 12 episodes, too. Two seasons. Yeah, it has a sequel. But yeah, this is fantastic. This is probably my favorite make a show ever, and it really needs to be be watched. Definitely want to watch. You're selling it on me. Then watch it. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty red. Wait, it's actually it's actually from a manga. That that I didn't know. I, I thought it was original, but yeah, whatever. it says source manga and source light novel. Yeah, I didn't know. Well, since oh. I prefer manga over anime, maybe I should just read it. Wait, well, but, but that, it, that, it, that that might be bullshit. That that might be yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's bullshit because all of them are around the same. Uh, they have started all around the same time, so it's uh, one of those uh, multi-media uh, project. I think the the anime is original. All right, let's continue. All right, so what's next? It's Kill a Kill. Yeah, another one that probably everyone listening to this. At least knows a little bit about. Yeah, it's by trigger. It gets crazy, but um, 
I don't need to explain this shit, but I, I think that compared to Guren Lagan, the problem is that uh, Guren Lagan starts from zero and then it just kind of get progressively crazier. Uh, and I think this started too crazy. The problem is that it, it, it does like somewhat a straight line of crazy and uh, it, it kind of gets a bit mundane and as it goes on but whatever it's still good it, it, it's a it's a crazy show it's it's one to watch yeah. you, you, you you've heard about it yeah kill a kill is pretty good stuff yeah we talked about it on my list i gave it a shout out yeah that too so let's just skip it all right next on the list killing bites yeah, Killing Bites, it's basically Senran Kagura. And not, not Senran Kagura, Kengan Ashura. Yeah, I get those two mixed up all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they sound very similar. And it's Kengan Ashura, but with, uh, with like, animal people. Literally the same fucking plot. It, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, Just they, bo- watch they both came out the same season, too. Really? Did they both get all the same season? I believe so. God, aren't. Yeah, this one's high on my list of stuff I want to watch. It, se- it sounds pretty cool. So yeah, c- compared to uh, Kengan Ashra, you actually get s- some good etchy out of this. So l- let's just move on. So uh, Parasite the Maxim. W- why was this on your list, right? Uh, full Metal? Yeah, this was my this was in my top ten. Yeah, let, let's just move on. It, it's yeah. fantastic. Just watch it. It's a it's it's a whole work. Go, go watch the other episode for, um, for for more. But uh, otherwise, just watch it. Yeah, the original manga from the nineties is really good too. All right, next on the list we have Kokoku. All right, so you've got like this um, this loser family who runs into trouble. The the nephew and brother are kidnapped, and then the 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 father of the family, the the, I believe just the granddad, uh, he he just comes out with this old family power, and then suddenly can just fucking stop time. But things are not so easy because they, they, they run in, into um, villains that can also stop time. And they end up discovering uh, both how this, um, the, this weird stop time war- world works. And if you're not convinced by what uh, I've been telling you, go watch the opening. And then come tell me that you don't watch, don't want to watch the shit. It's impossible. Yeah, the opening song was really high energy. The, the, the opening is fucking awesome. <laughs> it, the opening itself will convince you to watch the stuff. Yeah, I saw two episodes of it. It was pretty good. I need to watch more, but got too much on my plate. Yeah, I think it's a full. Uh, l- let me check to see. Is it? Yeah, I, I think it might actually be a full adaptation because the the manga ended in two thousand fourteen and this was two thousand eighteen. So I'm not sure, 
but the the it seemed like um, it just ends at a good place, so I don't know. So let's just move on to Mao Shoujo Ikuse Kekaku, also known as Magical Girl Raising Project. So yeah, uh, this is another w- one of those uh, dark magical girl show. You know, it, it starts like all all cutesy, and then um, well, it just turns out that um, well, they they kind of have to uh, to compete against each other, and and they end up just killing each other. So it's it's a bit like magical girl battle royale, more or less. Uh, in the early 2000s, there was an anime called Naru Taru. That, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it seemingly starts out as this cutesy Pokemon clone, but things rapidly get fucked up. Yeah, yeah, a, a bit like that. I always like it when they like fake out the viewer with something yeah. in the first episode. Uh. As far as it goes with like dark magical girl series, this might be one of the better ones, one of the better like Madoka clone, as we just call them. Uh, magical girl site was uh, was nice, but I I think it was a bit too edgy. And then there's th- this other with the the fucking um, Italian name. Like, uh, ah, yeah, Daybreak Illusion, I believe it was called. Let me just get the fucking name. Yeah, Genyei Wokakirutayo, also known as Daybreak Illusion. And it has kind of an Italian uh, subtitle or some shit. Uh, this also was good, but it just kind of felt uh, weak compared to Madoka. So I, I think that the 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 best dark magician uh, magical girl series I've seen is this one. However, I've heard that the Yuki Yuna is a hero series is actually uh, is actually the real second best, but I have not watched this. All right, let's continue. So, uh, Princess Principal. Uh, it's been a while. I don't remember the plot, but you, you basically have uh, the, these uh, schoolgirls who are actually uh, spies in a fucking uh, steampunk world. It was actually really fucking cool. And the um, uh, the series is still ongoing and some weird shit. It, it's actually movies. And there's something like six fucking movies planned or something. Oh, no. yeah, that's like how Futurama was for a while. Yeah, I think. Uh, there's also Girls on Panzer, which, um, which are also getting a bunch of movies. So, is there anything that makes this stand out? Because there's lots of anime with cute girls getting into fights. Well, the, the the spy thing is actually really cool. Uh, the spy steampunk thing. Uh, they, they actually have a steampunk object. I, I recall they had some kind of gravity ball where they, they just can can 
walk on the the ceiling or something. So so they they actually have like uh, steampunk weapons. That that's fucking cool. Steampunk will never be as cool as cyberpunk. Yeah, but cyber cyberpunk anime is the is it's not something that that is still being made. Yeah, there's not a lot of cyberpunk stuff in general. There, there, there was some like back in the eighties, but uh, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then we got to the future. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out the future sucks ass. Yeah. We didn't get our flying cars and robot whores. Well, actually, I feel cheated. Actually, there's something like a bit cyberpunk, not completely. And this is the the next anime we're talking about, Psychopaths. Oh yeah, yeah. Been, been meaning to watch this. This is a bit cyberpunk, but not not completely. Like it's more like, like cyber dystopia, but I guess that's kind of part of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I think if I call it cyberpunk, it will in like. I feel like I'm misleading the viewers a bit, but somewhat. So um, th- this is basically like Minority Report, the anime, and a bunch of other things. Uh, this is also ri- this is be- I believe completely written by Genirubuchi. Season two wasn't. It wasn't as good, but it's still it uh, really worth shows. watching. Yeah, yeah, it shows, but I still I still think it was worth watching. Okay, okay, okay. Can you explain it for me? Like I, I a quick explanation. Oh, yeah, sure. But okay, can you explain like the the series for me? Like I've been doing with the other anime. Yeah. So, Psychopaths is like, what if Japan was an even bigger police state in like forty years or whatever? Hmm. So, yeah, well, you have this system that they use called the civil system, and it's basically like this cloud-based uh, police system or system of laws mm-hmm. that determines whether you're a, a criminal or not. And it does that by, like, scanning your brain and your your emotions and, like, your heart rate uh, mm-hmm. to see if you're a fucking psycho or not. But nine times out of ten, it doesn't really quite work. Well, th- there's also the problem is that uh, on uh... The system, uh, the system scores you, and once you have like um, passed a certain threshold, you can like never uh, come back in uh, modern society. You just have to be like locked up, and uh, yeah, you, you've got th- that bunch of uh, cyber enforcers. Yeah. Um, y- you've got th- this new policewoman, uh, Akane Tsunemori. Uh, she works with. Um, uh, with basically pe- people who's been uh, imprisoned forever, and uh, well, they solve crime. They, they have this cool ass gun uh, that they point at people yeah. that, that can only shoot if uh, they have um, a certain score. That's pretty yeah, rad. <laughs> crazy score. It is pretty cool. Like aesthetically, there's a lot of cool shit. And it honestly, Psychopath season one is like one of my favorite anime of all time. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it unfortunately, has... everything after season one is kind of poop. It, it it has this uh, this really uh, this Genrobuchi writing of having stuff that is not black and white, which uh, 
I, I've said previously is kind of missing her in anime, and uh, this just perfectly fucked up. Like, despite all of the the problems of their new police state society, mm. um, comparative to a lot of other countries, they're one of the more peaceful ones, which, I mean, you would think that would be the case with the police state, so it kind of mm. makes sense. Like, all, all of the more free countries are constantly de- dealing with revolts and riots. Uh, the Battle Royale also the, also dealt with Japan becoming a police state, but that is just hyper-violence and misery porn. Right. So, right, so anything else about it? Uh, I want to watch it, but... Watch it. <laughs> yeah, watch it. Yeah, I get the feeling if I actually binge watch one of these shows I've been meaning to watch, I'll want to talk about it for a whole episode. While Mew is saying, no, we need to talk about the best weirdo shit of 2013. <laughs> well, I, I've been yeah, I need you... to give you a very long recommendation list, 90% of which <laughs> you'll never watch. I, I, I've been telling you, instead of having two movies in the movie night, we could do something like four anime episodes and then a movie. So yeah. in three weeks, we could actually finish an anime. Yeah, yeah, we should do that sometime. Uh, we did yeah. watch a short anime OAV yesterday. Yeah, so let, 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 let's just do it. I mean, uh, four four anime episode is uh, it, it's it's like what it's it's one hour thirty minutes or something like that. Yeah. So the, the length of a movie. So in three weeks, we'll have an entire series done. Yeah, we could do that. Um, I'll, sometime I'll make a poll on the Fediverse, and people can choose which one they want to watch. Perfect. We have a ton. I, we have a lot of weebs on there, but a lot of them live in Europe, so yeah, they can't show up to movie night Cringe. on time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I won't want re- I won't mind rewatching some stuff if we do it with the movie night. So. So it's really the easiest way. All right, I'll get on that. Continue. All right, so next is Rakudai Kishino Cavalry, also known as Cavalry of a Fell Knight. It's one of those shows where you get like this repressed genius. Uh, you, you, you've got like this fucking magic night school and you've got this character who is like ranked super low so um, so he's supposedly the worst one and he kind of get discriminated about it uh, there's I believe uh, his parents his dad or some shit uh, I've done this deliberately to fuck him over and and well, you just have to to fight uh, to 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 fight to climb to climb the ranks. And it was really darn good. It was really fucking good. This is extremely frustrating because uh, at the same time there was an anime called uh, Asterix Wars airing. I didn't watch it, but apparently it's extremely similar to this. Asterix Wars fucking sucks ass, and it got two to three seasons or some shit, and this got only one season. Yeah, Yeah, I watched some of Asterix War, and it was ass. And it pissed me off that it got a second season, but uh, Fail Knight didn't. Yeah, Fail Knight is so fucking good, right? 
Yeah, yeah I actually really liked it. I thought it was solid. I only saw the first episode, but it, it was fascinating. It was good shit. And there's a lot of really fucking good fight uh, later on, and that's why it's an action anime. It's good shit. Watch it. All right, next on the list is Samurai Flamenco. Yeah, the, the, this the original series that um, wait adapt no no okay all right adaptation yeah this is an original series that uh, killed the man globe. The the series just fucking died. Uh, not the series, the studio died after this. Uh, it w- wasn't a financial success. I don't think so. Ujiwali, uh, original anime are very rarely uh, successes. So yeah, but but this this one is fucking nuts. Really we- uh, worth watching. So you've got this character Azama Maya Yoshi. Masayoshi has decided to become the superhero of Samurai Flamenco, and spite of having no special abilities or modification, Goto Idenori is a police officer who learns a secret identity by chance, which causes him all sorts of trouble. So, right, so, so, so it starts off that you've got this, uh, this, uh, this, I believe, TV actor or some shit who's a massive fan of uh, tokusatsu shows you know like power rangers yeah that's tokusatsu and um he wants to become like his own hero and he becomes like a street village vigilante uh, later on there's uh, a group of four girl idols who uh, just uh, joined him and um just as you think that the show is getting a bit mundane Something crazy happened. I think I spoiled it in the last episode. I just, I just fucking had to. Yeah, this is another one I've been hearing good things about for years, but I've never given it a chance. Yeah, if if you're uh, a fan of uh, of Taku stuff, uh, this is uh, really worth it. I've been told because it, it covers like all genre. And just to be sure that I've got the right word. Yeah, Tokusatsu, I think. No, uh, Super Rose TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah Super it, Sentai kind of stuff. Yeah, Super Sentai kind of stuff. Anyone listening to this is at least slightly familiar with it. Yeah, they should. They probably should. So anything else say about it? Probably nobody. Uh, I watched it years ago, but really? I remember not being particularly blown away by it. But I've never been super into Sentai shit. All right. So I, I I'm not spoiling the surprise in this episode, but uh, so it gets crazy. So let's just move on to uh, to the next. Ah. All right, set aside an hour or two for you to complain about Sword Art Online. <laughs> yeah, I've just put Sword Art Online. Uh, honestly, it's not as bad as anyone uh, says it is. There's a shitload of season, which is a complete fucking rarity. And the real problem is just part two of season one. The rest is it's just fine. It's a fine action anime. Don't take it too seriously. And you're going to have a, a good time, I think. Yeah, I think 
the big problem was that you had all of these like pretentious anti-tubers that were shitting on it because it like became a meme mm-hmm. but it's like it was it was just okay and like it's it wasn't okay. it, it was popular and that's why everyone shat on it yeah it, it was just okay yeah like, but, it wasn't but, great but it wasn't terrible but popular shit and just like edgy kids with that wants to be like fucking sasuke or some shit the, the, it just creates a natural aversion. And I think this is uh, one case where it's not, uh, uh, you know, it's just not good. It, it just swore out online. It's it just fine. It's fine, really. Not worth spraying two years of saved up semen for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, depending on your preference. There's lots of waifus, and every arc introduced new waifus. So it's yeah, fr- but they all get cucked. <laughs> On any list, I kind of not it's... all, not all, not all. Yeah, I I kind of commend them. They they did something that no other anime ever thinks is to uh, actually have two of the characters be in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, uh, the, it's pretty rare. It's actually pretty rare. There's like what Ori Monogatari, and then there's the Monogatari series, and uh, th- that's all I, re- I can really think of on the spot. That's like because this. they want you to buy all the waifu shit. But 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 still, despite of that, uh, Asuna is still a waifu that has like a shitload of pairings. I think. Yeah, I mean, people are still gonna fucking beat their shmeat to her, but. <laughs> On oh, any list, it's ranked number seven most popular of all time. Yeah, it's, that's it's, not it's surprising. It was, it was like kind of what started the um, yeah, the, the whole isekai. isekai genre. Even though a lot of people don't even consider it one now. Yeah, this and Overlord really uh, kickstarted the the isekai craze. I think. But anyways, let's uh, let's move on to. I separated it. Sword Art Online Alternative Gun Girl Online. Do you fucking hate Kirito? Do you fucking hate Sword Art Online? Give this a try. This doesn't have Kirito. This has nobody from Sword Art Online. It's set in the Gun Girl Online universe. It's from a light novel from uh, the SAO universe that is actually written by a completely different author. This one was fucking awesome, and it actually can be watched as standalone. You don't have to to be knowledgeable of SAO at all. So you've got um, this character, Karen Koirimaki. She's uh, 183 centimeters tall, apparently six foot tall, a college student who's insecure about her height. And is bad at dealing with people in the real world. She, ha- um, her friends recommend her to try like VR MMORPG. So she enters the world of Gun Girl Online with her avatar, with her avatar Len, which is less than uh, it. Just Gun Girl Online just automatically create an avatar for you, and she ends up with like this really small girl who's about like five feet tall and uh, she ends up making her wear all pink so and there she uh, meets a beautiful 
uh, a tan female player who goes by uh, the name Pitori. They hit it off, but mm -hmm. one day Pitori uh, pressure her to participate in the squad jam, a team battle royale variation of the Bullets of Bullet tournament. And uh, Pitori ends up being um, kind of a bit on a, an unhinged friend, and uh, stuff ends up revolving around her. And I almost didn't pick this up, but I'm glad I, f I did because I watched all of the like nine episodes in a row or some shit. I I caught up to it like immediately. This is another one of these shows that you're just fuck. I, I want to see what what happens next. I really want to go and see what happens next. And I actually plan to read the light novel. Like, well, like I always say, I can go searching for the light novels for you if you can't find them on the clear nah, net. Nah, I, I prefer, uh, I, I prefer reading, uh, you know, the real book. So yeah. Anyways, moving on. Huh. I, you. I it, you ever use one of those ebook readers? I don't have one. Uh, oh, if you get um, the technology is improved enough that it it just feels like you're looking at a page of paper. There's no uh, no eye strain at all. I'll think about it. Do it. <laughs> but anyways, moving on to a taboo tattoo. Did, did I cover this recently? Um, it's from 2016. So, I don't know. I feel like I, I, don't, I, I feel like I keep yeah, talking I about this somehow. I don't remember you talking about it though. Okay, so let's just talk about it then. All right, I'll I'll read the synopsis. All right. Uh, the manga, which this is based off of, follows Justice Akuzaka, nicknamed Seigi, a young man who was good at martial arts. Seigi rescues a homeless old man on the street one day from some thugs, and the man gives Seigi an object that imprints a tattoo on his palm. However, it is not an ordinary tattoo, but a special weapon that gives Seigi supernatural powers such as warping space-time. Seigi then meets a female American agent named E.G.E., whose duty is to recover the tattoos. Seiki decides to help her, and he gets wrapped up in a cross-national conspiracy. So, so yeah, th this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, a uh, fucking super-powered tattoo. Uh, th this is absolutely a B-movie, and uh, it feels like a B-movie, and you know that the, the author, uh, it is clear that he has watched, like, am American action B-movie and just uh, fucking loves them. Yeah, sounds like a good candidate for our movie night anime watching. Oh, absolutely! This is this is just fucking great. Uh, you have this team of villains. Uh, they 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 want like to reshape the world, and you've got th this uh, villainess with the the twin tails. Uh, you can see her up there, and um, yeah, the handlebars. And, yeah, and she's just extremely fucking charismatic she is not scared of the main characters at all and it, it just just all of it is just fantastic it's a fantastic bullshit action anime man i love this kind of shit i need to watch this i'm sure you love this so, so any, right. anything else to say about it 
No, no, just I, I think I've sold it enough. <laughs> yeah. Next is Tokyo Ravens. I, I remember this being like anime of the season or something when it aired. Uh, I haven't looked at my big list since forever, though. But anyways, uh, you, you've got this. Um, uh, how, how do I even explain this? Fuck it. I'll read the synopsis. Oh, yeah, sure. How Tora was born into a family of Onmyoji known for their mastery of the occult. Unfortunately, he didn't inherit their magical abilities, so he was doomed to live a normal life. At least, that is, until a girl from his past changes his future. Yeah, I, I believe doesn't, I, doesn't tell me much. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, doesn't, it doesn't tell you shit. Uh, th- th- this is just um, some friends who ends up being like in some sort of like uh, 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 j- j- Japanese... Um, a heart magical school or whatever. This is like Japanese magic. And um, the thing is, it, it. I think it escalated beautifully. Like, it, the the whole plot kind of uh, is, a, is a beautiful slow burn until the end. And uh, until the end where it, it does like a big reveal and I, I fucking loved it. I just simply loved it. But I just can't explain the details. It's been too long and uh, it's hard to explain. So, one of the featured reviews on Annie Lists says, You will feel curiosity and annoyance when watching Tokyo Ravens. Can you link it to me if you can open it or something? Nah, let's just move on. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah. Since you posted it, since since you borrowed, I'm going to try to look at it quickly. Yeah, magic spirit summoning creature. Yeah, touch of high school life. Blah blah blah. Any list tags include magic, superpower, school, shonen, reincarnation. And d- yeah. down the list, you have cross-dressing, female harem, sundere. I don't remember the cross-dressing. Uh, uh, might have been a one-time gag or something. Probably. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. The, 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 I, I think that the, the review agrees with me that the, uh, the overall story is kind of a slow burn, but I thought that it was a great slow burn. The, the dude didn't completely agree, but whatever. Yeah, it's not a big deal. So let's just move on to... Y- you can cover it. It's Ken Ganesha. Uh, I fucking love the manga of this... Uh... I do not like the CG of the anime, but it, if you can tolerate it, the story is the same. Uh, this is this takes place in a world where uh, the major corporations of Japan settle their differences not with lawyers, but by hiring fighters to beat the shit out of each other, and the the winner gets a better deal for their company. So, they, they, this is the plot of Killing Bites, by the way. Yes. <laughs> And uh, and most of the series is one big tournament with 32 ent- entrants, but a lot of them represent barely disguised versions of real-life companies. 
like there's one guy who dresses as Mocky Mouse from the Dosney Corporation. I like the 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 McDoll Corporation. The the CEO is literally the clown. Yeah, so uh, our our sort of protagonist is this kind of spineless businessman who gets sucked into this world of underground fighting just because he's really loyal to his company and one of the higher-ups decided uh, to make a manager of their stable of fighters. And when it gets into the actual fighting, there it's just a nonstop parade of cool martial arts gimmicks. Uh uh, like I said last time we talked about Kenga and Ashura, I made a mm. big uh, – made this big image showing uh, what I would like to do if you could make this into a fighting game. And I Autism. Had, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I had proposed uh, a move list for all 32 characters plus some others who didn't make it into the tournament but are still fighters. And um, apparently this was a success because – uh, at least the manga was, because there's a sequel manga, Kengan mm-hmm. Omega, which I read every time it comes out. It's not quite as good as Ashura, but it still has a lot of cool stuff in it. Yeah, for, for ons that uh, that we have a series that would be a perfect fighting game, it doesn't fucking happen. Because something like Hero Academia, do you want a fighting game of that? No, you want a fucking adventure game. You want an adventure action right. game. But Kengan Ashura, it's actually a fucking fighting, like, it's actually like a fighting game. So why why isn't it? You know what series actually does 3D fighting games half decent is fucking Naruto. Like, a lot of the uh, a lot of those games are actually pretty fun to play. Yeah, they're, they're kind of fighting game Smash-like, I believe. They're like a 3D arena fighter. Mm. I don't know exactly what you call them. Yeah, I played one on the GameCube. Yeah, I believe Arena Fighter is a uh, is a good uh, is a good description of these. But yeah, yeah, yeah Kengan Ashura is good. Read it, uh, watch it if you can stand the nauseating CG. Yeah, that th- that really doesn't like CG. But yeah, uh, the I don't CG... either. But the, the... I-, I thought. They they could have done it better, but I understand why they did the CG. The amount of like movements they would have to animate would have been fucking astronomical. So it kind of makes sense for them to go 3D. Yeah, but but I, I just but, wish they did it better. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, and, this is and, not studio arranged 3D. It's yeah, uh, it, it's, yeah it's, it's it's not really berserk. it's really not berserk uh, CG, but it's it's it, it's tolerable if you're not a pussy like Dad. Yeah, it's 3D that really looks fucking 3D. Uh, and uh, I wouldn't exactly call it ugly, but it, it, it shows that it's 3D. But yeah. the, show, the show is basically 80% fights, which is pretty crazy. They couldn't have done this with the 2D animation. Yeah, but, the, to. but the manga art, artist, he's so freaking good at drawing action and viol- the effects of violence. Just yeah, read the, the more manga. detailed the art, the more like hard it is uh, for studios to animate it. So yeah, that's why a lot of these like really pretty mangas get ass adaptations. Yeah, like Berserk, which we have mentioned over nine thousand times, and yeah. we will talk about at the end of this episode because the manga just ended.
All right, so moving on to a devil man cry baby. Okay, yeah, I saw this and I've read the original 70s manga. Yeah, they're, both, they're both good. I'm just putting this under action. It probably could go under drama, but uh, whatever. Yeah, and horror as well. If, you, if you're interested in that genre, but there is quite a bit of action. So yeah, you, you, you've got the, this uh, this human who ends up transforming into devil man, but uh, instead of being like a, a dumb devil that just wants destruction and killing people, uh, he ends up uh, still retaining some level of emotion. Hence, devil man. Yeah, the plot of this is like uh, demons have been trapped under. Antarctica for thousands of years and they're finally starting to come loose and um, uh, the protagonist is just this ordinary high school kid but uh, his b best friend is a researcher who knows about all the shit that's going on and he's determined that the only way to stop this demon invasion is uh, to use the power of devils against them which means uh, letting people deliberately get possessed possessed by them and and it obviously it works and there's quite a few uh like supernatural creatures fighting each other in this it's uh the original series is a pretty good shonen with a f really strange fucked up ending uh devil man crybaby tr uh, emphasizes the weirdness of, of it all and yeah it's quite it, disturbing it, it... It modernizes uh, the manga a bit. You also have this uh, this character, uh, not this character, sorry, this director, Masaki Yuasa, which kind of does a lot of uh, really artful stuff. Uh, he was the third director of Ping Pong, the animation. He was the director of uh, Tatami Galaxy, I believe. He was also the yeah, director of, uh, of Kimonozume. So... Uh, he does a lot of really artful stuff that um, has a lot of really like hidden symbolism everywhere too. Yeah, for some reason, Devilman Crybaby is not showing up on any list. Weird. Is it good? Was it a Netflix original? Yes, it was on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, that could be why, or but they just yeah. boycott Netflix. Yeah, I I don't know why they exclude it. I, I have it there. I have it on this. So I don't know why you, you can't uh, find it. Fucking weird. They need to fix their search engine then. Yeah, the, their search is not golden. But anyways, moving on. Anything else about it? No, it's pretty good horror actions. The so, mish, mishmash of different cool things. Uh, Perfect. The, the J-Rap is actually pretty solid. The what? The Japanese rap. What do you mean? The, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, music, the rap. The rap music. Yes, the fucking yes. nerd. You, you, you've got some uh, one character who raps in it, and it's actually not bad. But yeah, I'm not, not a rap fan. So. <laughs> I mean, that's all I had to say about it. Let's move on. I wasn't sure if I wanted to uh, to keep it on the list, but it, it's kind of unique compared to other uh, anime. Uh, Batum, like an explosion sound. 
kind of like what blame was supposed supposed to be blame was supposed to be <laughs> blam the sound of a gun makes <laughs> that's what i thought too but i couldn't get a straight answer on that but oh, yeah, that makes uh, sense. Uh, Batum, it, it, it's basically a battle royale anime. Some people are kind of kidnapped. They're they're put in a fucking island, and uh, they, they they've given like a backpack full of fucking bombs, and uh, they have to fight with the bombs. They have different kind of bombs who do different kind of things. So I've included it because of this. This uh, just fighting with bombs is actually pretty cool. So it's like Halo, but like uh, explosive only rounds. Yes. Or Bomberman. Oh yeah, Bomberman. Well, yeah, Bomberman is a little more cartoonish, but I get what you mean. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, this an action uh, scene, and I think, and it's just great. I would just like to point out that the cover art for the uh, manga is uh, uh it looks like a, a three sixty. Like a, a video game case. Oh yeah, that's the, pretty the, cool. the Xbox Seven Twenty. Yeah. That, that's weird. But yeah, yeah, I, especially I, since I, the Xbox wasn't popular in Japan at all. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, it, it goes with the plot actually. Uh, yeah, I it's supposed to be I, like related to a video game. Yeah, I just remember. I'm just going to read the the, the related part. Sakamoto Ryuta is an employed a 22-year-old who lives with his mother. And the real world, there may be nothing really special about him, but online is one of the world top player of the combat game. So yeah, if I recall correctly, uh, they actually take the the top players uh, of that game and then they they compete like in real life now. If nobody is getting teabagged in this anime, I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> All right, so let's let just move on. A another B movie anime. It's um, Mao Shoujo to Tokushu Sen Ashuka, also known as uh, uh, Ma Magical Girls Pick Ups Ashuka. So it's another one of those like dark uh, magical girl anime. However. Uh, this is military magical girl. Yeah, I saw one episode of this. It was pretty freaking cool. So it, it's another one of these um, that feels a lot like a B movie. I don't know if it's just the plot, the 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 low budget they put into it or something, but it, it just it just feels perfect. Right. Yeah, this has hot chicks with guns shooting things. So everything you could ever want in anime. <laughs> yeah, basically. Didn't they make a girls' front line anime, or am I retarded? Uh, I don't think they did. Oh, well, Not they should. Yet. Maybe soon. My penis demands it. So, right, so moving on to uh, Zetman. <laughs> uh, th this, this is basically a uh, Devil Man retelling. This is more or less like Devil Man. Uh, yes. As far as, so far as I'm aware, an anime Devil Man retelling is nothing new. Yeah, there's also Chainsaw Man and. Uh, oh, this this that Devil Man retelling too? Kinda. There's some other weird shit going on. Also, of Ber Berserk was also inspired by Devil Man. Of course. 
So I, nothing else to say. I, I loved it, but you probably uh, should watch the manga because it, it just you just want to see more, and more never comes. So, anyways, moving on. I wasn't sure if if I wanted to to leave it there or remove it, but whatever. I I almost uh, like before the episode, I removed nothing, so I'll just leave it as it is. So yeah. moving on to a, a kind of a weird one. Uh, I believe it goes into action because the whole series is based on uh, Tokusetsu. Uh, it's Art Catch Precure. Probably the best Precure series I've seen yet. Uh, is this a good entry point? Uh, the, the, there's no real entry point in Precure. Uh, all of the the series are more or less standalone. I believe th- there's been one recently that had like uh, uh, some cameo of older Pricker, but I think that's it. So you, you don't need to have watched any other Pricker. You can just fucking watch any Pricker you wish. And as far as I'm aware, this is one uh, of... Uh, uh, of the of the Pricker series that is considered to be the top. So this has more action, less kawaii ugu desu. Well, I mean, it's a kid's anime, but uh, I'm not sure. Like, you could maybe put it in comedy, but I, uh, I mean, this is uh, this is entirely based on Tokusetsu. You, you've got your villain of the day. They transform. And then uh, they fight. The thing is that in Pricker, this is not like Sailor Moon, where they basically just uh, one hit KO the enemy. They actually have some fights in this. They actually like uh, do kicks and punches. Like I say, this is this is Tokusatsu more or less. I don't like the art style. But yeah, I know the, I know yeah, you're the, a big fan of this series. Yeah, the the, the art style uh, it changes from uh, series to series. Uh, it looks weird, but uh, once you watch it, you get used to it. And this is it for action. Do we have time for a slice of life, or we just keep this shit for another episode? No, let's talk about Vidya and sure. Oh, and uh, the Berserk manga ended, but. Well, since I'm the only one who's read it, I'll probably do uh, talk about the spoilers and tack it on to the end of this episode. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Also, we watched Bao yesterday. Yeah, but Bao Bao was awesome. Yeah, so uh, this is the original manga was written by the JoJo guy, Hirohiko Araki. Yeah, and th- this felt very Jojo Primosh. Th- this is practically a prototype of it, you told me, and I agree. Yeah, there's uh, psychic powers, weird shit going on, tons and tons of violence, like people's faces getting melted and shit. Yeah, it was a cool watch. And it, it was a nice movie, so, so I'm, glad you, you put, I'm glad we skipped the first boring movie and you put that up. Yeah, I knew having anime as a backup would uh, please the audience. <laughs> Very good fucking show. Do, do you have more OVAs just waiting for a bad movie to pop up? No, but I'm sure I can find a bunch of them. Oh, you, you sure, you sure. Uh, d- don't forget there's anime shorts too. I, yeah. I, rec- I recommended like... Uh, 
uh, that uh, uh, a Nissan and me, I don't remember the model kit. What? <sighs> and there was also Spelunker Sensei. So oh, yeah. You, you could put these as backup. Yeah, I need to introduce more anime into movie night. You, you, you know what, what anime I'm talking about, Full Metal? You've seen this. The yeah. Spelunker one? No, the other one. Train Nissan or something. God, what, what the fuck was it? L- let me guess it. Plastic Nissan, yes, that's it. Yes, okay, I know that one. Yeah, uh, you, you grab this and uh, use it as a backup. It, it's like like forty minutes or something. It it, it it it's twelve two minutes episode put together, so it's it's like twenty four fucking minutes. So uh, take this and spill on spill on sensei. Uh, you can also take a Katini, um Nikaizo, which is like uh, an OVA series. Take these and you'll have enough backup in case we get like a bad movie. Okay. But anyways, what the fuck we're talking about? Yeah, Bao. Yeah, Bao. There's not much plot to it. It's about this dude with psychic powers who fights other dudes while a girl cheers him on. There's just tons of shooting, stabbings, explosions and shit. Yeah, it was more or less just straight up action. It was worth the watch, though. Yeah, it's from 1989. Um, uh, otherwise, I finished No More Heroes 3. Oh, yeah? How was it? Yeah, that, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Uh, just like the other games, it has its positive, it has its negative, but uh, I enjoyed it. I think one of the negatives it, it is that it was way too much nonsense. Like it, it, the game was a bit too random compared to the first one and the second one. Like, like they they went way too fucking crazy with it. Uh, I played the first two. Uh, they were okay. I I just thought the gameplay was pretty generic. Yeah, it, it's kind of like a generic beat 'em up. Uh, the the game the game plays a bit better in the third one, but uh, you lose the, um, the the stages because of it. It it kind of had a certain level of charm that not a lot of games on the Wii had. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was one of the few like M-rated games. Yeah, along with Mad World. Yeah, it was like No More Heroes One, Two, Mad World, and like maybe a couple others. Yeah, and it's not like the Western definition of M-rated. This is like crazy Japanese shit. Yeah, well, I mean, you like behead people and they like explode and shit. Yeah, this is great. The the thing, the thing is that uh, the motion control absolutely feel amazing. Uh, I mean, you can just get get the first and second one on PC, but uh, without the motion control. Uh, when you finish up an opponent, it, it won't feel off as good. Yeah, yeah, you don't really get the No More Heroes experience unless you're jerking off your Wii controller to charge up your laser penis. And he, he's not yeah. even kidding. It, it, it actually happens. No, that's a literal. Yeah, that's very much literal. Yeah, you, you, bet. 
Babby needs his waggle controls. <laughs> yeah, because uh, in all no more heroes, uh, you get like a, a, a lightsaber katana, and uh, you have to charge it up. And to charge it, you hold a button, and then you, you shake uh, the Wiimote or the Switch remote. Yeah, and it's clearly a masturbation motion. Yeah, it, it's done deliberately. Yeah, there's a lot of goofy shit in these games. If you played Twilight Princess on the Wii, it's kind of similar in the swordplay uh, department. With, Not with quite. the motion swinging. Okay, I, yeah, the, the motion right. swinging. The, the, the thing is that uh, you, you beat up your opponent, and just as your opponent's about to die, uh, you, you've got like an arrow. You had a direction arrow, and then you have to uh, swing your Wiimote or your Switch pad uh, in that direction, and it feels so fucking satisfying. Like it's this is fun. this is the simplest fucking shit, but this is more or less what makes the game. So yeah, the, the, yeah. The, like I said, I think the first two games are okay, but is there anything new about the third game to make it stand out? Uh, slightly better gameplay, but as I said, you really lose the uh, the fucking uh, uh, you lose the stages. So it is basically area after area of monster. I'd say that that the third one really um, uh, the the third one. Okay, so the first one you have uh, stages. You've got a, a massive city. There's some mini game. The city is empty as fuck. All right, moving on. Second game. Uh, in the first game, you've had um, a fights uh, and the characters uh, before the fights. Had a talk with Travis, and it was kind of really cool. All right, in the second game, there's no city anymore. However, the mini games are kind of like um, uh, retro NES video games, and they're actually really fun. Uh, you you still got stages. However, the fights kind uh, they are kind of not as cool. You know the the, the pre um, the pre fight where the the character talks with Travis. They're not as cool. I don't know. But the the game's great. The the gameplay has improved uh, a little. And then you have No More Heroes Three. There's a city again, and uh, they have improved it uh, quite a bit. Uh, however, there's not there's not stages anymore. You just go around uh, beating alien areas. Uh, the gameplay improved a fucking lot. It feels very satisfying, but it's just basically arenas with um, with different aliens put into it, and then you go fight like the the big boss. So yeah, they, they they all have their pluses, they all have their minuses, but uh, I feel like it's a good series, and it's one of the r- a few rare like AA gaming, not AAA like mid tier gaming that's kind of left. Only Japan produces kind of games anymore, and I prefer this over playing like Assassin's Creed fucking sixty or some shit. Yeah, a mid grade yeah, budget. Yeah, it has that kind of B-tier charm to it. It's one of those series where you're either going to like it or you're not. Yeah, yeah. But uh, if you're a bit disappointed about the gameplay, uh, 
especially since the second one, you can actually replay the bosses. Try beating the bosses on the hardest difficulty. That's where you can see like the gameplay shine a little. All right, I'll give it a go. Especially if you, yes, you told me that you play like Ninja Gaiden and shit, so you really are used to art game. Uh, try maybe play playing the game on the hardest difficulty. Okay. Um, I've also been playing more of Ease Nine. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy so far, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, pretty easy. The uh... oh, <laughs> that was not intentional, but I'll pretend it was. The, the the latest games are uh, yeah since the PS2 they're not very hard until unless you all try to put the uh, the biggest difficulty. However, it's probably locked. Yeah. Um. When I started it, I think there was one hard difficulty that was locked, and there's other ones after that. Yeah, you have to unlock. Uh, you have to unlock them. Yeah, but this game just has so many cool subsystems and different shit it throws at you. It's impossible to be bored. Mm. I might try it out, but I was pretty pissed uh, when uh, they stopped their partnership with uh, with Exceed instead to go with NIS, uh, who delivered a complete shit show on Switch. Be- because I, I kind of like my game physical, but they delivered like a, a-, a semi-broken game with like a semi-broken translation at launch. So so that means that in the future, in twenty years, your your Switch cart of these uh, are going to have like a are going to be like semi fucking broken, which is like kind of inacceptable that they release the game and they they had to fucking release. Uh, uh, a kind of a list of when they're going to release the update. That's how bad they fucked up. Yeah, as always, piracy is the best policy. Yeah, yeah, I could always do that or just fucking buy it on Steam later during a sale or something. Yeah, it's also good to financially support the creators of stuff that you like. Mm-hmm. So, Full Metal, you've been playing any Ching Chong games lately? Uh, I haven't been playing too many games. I've still been playing Genshin Impact from time to time. And, you know, it's the same. It's Genshin Impact. You either like it or you don't. Uh, I wonder what's going to happen to the game, though, because China just decided to crack down on both uh, video games uh, and on metrosexuality. So (laughs) let's see how that affects it. So yeah, no more he, twink characters, and you're not allowed to play video games unless it's to the glory of Xi Jinping. Yeah, yeah, but basically, um, without any means, what happened is that um, uh, children can't play more than uh, one hour of video game per per day, max three hours a week or some shit. What what, what was it already? Yeah, do like do you remember? Crazy. Yeah, I think but, it was but, like three hours a day or something like that, but I could be wrong. But yeah, the... I recall it being like pretty low, but what's hilarious is that uh, there's a lot of fucking companies who are going to simp for China. Do, do, do you remember the, uh, the, the Blizzard shit show with China? Yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so, so yeah, so, so they simp to China and then they randomly went and um, 
make some policies that are completely going to fuck them over. This is exactly what what everyone has been saying. China is going to censor your shit. China is going to do this. China is going to do that. And the company are just chasing the, the short-term money for all the trouble they're going to get. So uh, China just fucking randomly di- did that. They can randomly tell Blizzard to go fuck itself if they fucking want it. And, yeah, the uh, Chinese market is extremely volatile, but, you know, you got to get your ching-chong change. Yeah, it's it's a massive double-edged word, and the, the company are fucking stupid for uh, for simping for them. Yeah, I wouldn't want to deal with China Gov and their bullshit. Yeah, absolutely not. And now you can just help, but uh, but fucking laugh at them for. But because Blizzard has a lot of shit to deal with uh, right now. I bet it means American movies are going to get even gayer if they don't have to appeal to China. Probably. Well, you're just going to have to demand the Chinese version of these American movies. No more fag shit. (laughs) Yeah, China says no to homosexuality, so. But anyways, anything else? Let's just end the podcast. Oh, one other thing. Oh, yes? Uh, That video by Academic Agent. (laughs) Where he mm-hmm. talks about uh, this obsession with anime tomboys being b- barely concealed homosexuality. It was, it was yeah, fucking hilarious. Hope. The, 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 don't go after my, my, my muscled anime tomboy. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Yeah, it, it, it was worth a laugh, but for half of it, he's just quoting Julius Evola and shit. I don't care. Just get to the funny point. So, all right, so let's just end it. Tomboys are based. <laughs> based on what? My penis <laughs> being hard. Uh, <laughs> all right, enough about your dick. Let's end this shit. We could do a whole podcast about it if you want. No. Do no, not I, want. <laughs> all right, so so come to come join the Fediverse already. Yeah, come to shitposter.club, free speech extremist, neckbeard.xyz. They're all good places. See you later. Goodbye. Late. Now, the most eagerly awaited film of all time, Going Berserk. Major, major spoilers for Berserk ahead. This is one hell of a way to end Berserk, even if it was unintentional. And even if Miura's assistants end up making another manga to finish the story. But this is the final chapter of Berserk proper. It wraps up many plot threads, but introduces some more questions. For example, does Griffith have emotions now? When his body was changed into Femto during the eclipse, the God Hand told him that he would never shed tears again. For a long time, he was LARPing as King of Balconia, playing life on easy mode and seemingly bored the whole time. He would run his empire, kill enemies, and fuck Princess Charlotte, all without emotion. But now, seemingly merged with the Moonchild, he can cry. Yes, Lebowski, strong men also cry. But this is both interesting character development and proof that the God Hand are not infallible. There is still the tiniest sliver of hope that Guts can overcome these monsters. But, on the other hand, Guts is losing his vision, and it looks like his his hand grip is weakening. He loses 
control of his sword while training. This is a side effect of the Berserker armor, and it makes me wonder if he's going to keep relying on the armor and possibly become an undead creature like Skull Knight, the previous wearer of the armor, or is he going to refuse to become a faggot-ass monster and stay fully human? But if he stays human, that means his body is falling apart, and he's still only in his early 20s. And it's already been proven that he can't beat the stronger apostles like Grunbeld without the armor. And the whole time he's been in Elfhelm, I've been thinking, is Guts going to go in search of Griffith to kill him? But here's Griffith right in front of him. I'm ambivalent, but I'd like it if Guts got as much deserved revenge. Griffith is a bastard who needs to fucking die. But it would also be unexpected and mature of the writer if Guts failed in his revenge. Or if he decided revenge was for suckers. But I see that last option is unlikely. Since any hopes he had a few chapters ago of settling down with Casca are gone. Like, she can't even look at him without getting Nam flashbacks of the Eclipse. And we just got some info about Skull Knight's past, including confirming that he is Emperor Gaiseric. I think it's likely Miura wanted Guts to become the next Skull Knight or else he was doing a pretty good fake-out implying it. So, the, the final Berserk chapter is a good one, one of the best. It's a much better end to the series than Isidro flipping skirts and Puck turning into Jar Jar Binks. Hell, it, w it wouldn't surprise me if Miura's assistants fabricated this new final chapter just to spare us from an embarrassing end to the series and just told everyone it was by Miura. Oh, shit. I, I do hope there is a Berserk sequel. I want to see an end to this story. Even if it's a shitty one, I'm interested in seeing more art by Miura's assistants. They put out some really cool stuff in recent years, as well with uh, Duranki and Gigantomachia. So, here's what I'd like to see. Different authors with their own idea of how the story should end. The world of Berserk is so rich in details that there's an enormous amount of unique endings possible, and Westerners can make their own tributes to Miura, peace be upon him, as well. Uh, for example, Author 1 could write an ending where Guts gives up his quest for revenge and retires to Elf Island, only for Griffith to use the Moonchild as a conduit to invade with an army of demons, like he did to Shirke's Master's Forest. Then, author 2 could write an ending where uh, the party leaves Elfhelm, but centuries have passed on the outside world, and a miserable, immortal King Griffith, who is tired of living, is practically begging for death. It could be fascinating whether or not Guts goes through with it. And author 3 could write a story where Guts sacrifices his friends with a behelot to gain the power to kill Griffith. Now, is this a culmination of Nietzsche's will to power, or is it the opposite, Guts giving in to temptation and becoming the abyss he had stared into for so long? Also, Guts's apostle form would probably look like the beast he has in his internal thoughts, which would be pretty rad. And then, Alter Four could write a story where Guts goes off on his own, and his constant use of the armor turns him into the next Skull Knight and he spends thousands of years in an endless battle against the God Hand until he can find a replacement of his own. Or maybe he wins. Or maybe they could just leave the story unfinished. That could be 
profound in its own way, and a testament to why you should stop playing Idol Master. Uh, I recently got an IRL friend into Berserk. I, I asked him, D did you start reading because the final chapter recently came out? And he replied, no, it's because I saw this video called Berserk is a Nietzschean Tragedy. <laughs> Mate, I've been telling you for years to read this. It's so freaking good. But it was just sometimes you can see something, a review or a reference to something that gets you more interested in it than any amount of recommendations ever could. In this podcast, I try to say intelligent, non-cliche things about the anime and manga I'm reviewing. I try to use all the knowledge I've acquired just reading weird shit on the internet for decades and try to apply that to my reviews and... I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm going to keep going. Goodbye.